Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Welcome to You Beauty. I'm Shazzy Hunt and this week we are talking all things eyebrows and to tell us about them is Kristen Fisher, the queen of brows herself. Bow down. (laughs) (laughs) Kristen Fisher eyebrows became a Sydney institution and the who's who of celebrity and style set dropped by her Paddington studio to receive her tailor-made brow shaping and sculpting services. Welcome to the You Beauty podcast. Thanks. Now, a slight segue to begin with, but my husband's a chef. And no one ever invites us over for dinner because oh. they're really scared of him judging their cooking. Yeah. By the way, he loves everything, so invite okay. us to dinner. But <laughs> are people and your friends nervous when they come to see you socially that you will be judging their brows yes. in the same way? Everyone is. Everyone's like, oh, my God, I haven't done my eyebrows. I can't see you today. Not I haven't done friends. my brows. Not my friends. Like more people that I don't know so well. My friends probably really couldn't care, but <laughs> definitely, yes. Let's start with the absolute brow basics. As an expert, what is the first thing you're looking for when you examine a pair of eyebrows? I'm looking at yours right I now. I know. I'm like so <laughs> self-conscious. I'm like, of course, it's I haven't really gone good. for an appointment in a while. Um, <laughs> symmetry, mm-hmm. obviously. So symmetry always. I'm, just, I'm actually I'm staring at your eyebrows. Uh, they're really this good. This is going to be such a long interview. <laughs> no, definitely symmetry. Yeah. And when you think about it, eyebrows are just these two random bits of hair yes. above our eyes. They but do have purpose. What is the purpose? I think back in the Neanderthal days, I could be completely wrong here, but <laughs> I think it was shielding sweat and what have you oh, yeah. to drop into the eyes. Yeah. But from a beauty perspective, there's so much that can be done to them and they can have such a transformative power across the whole face, even though they take up such a small amount of real estate. Yes. Why is that? Can you explain how that works? The perfect brow can complement your eyes and give you more of a youthful look if it's done correctly. I mean, just looking at yours right now, for example. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no, no, you've got your brows are pretty great, but see how your tail, you could take a little bit of hair off there and will give you a tiny lift, but don't try that at home, people, because if you take too much, it can be very ageing. And I think that's the thing that people are yeah. nervous about. It, they don't want to mess with them too much because they don't want yes. to end up in bad territory, which I will which come to. Which we get to, to. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So what is the shaping process trying to achieve overall? Look, when I get someone that comes in like you, for example, with I'm going to keep using you because I'm staring at you yeah. with a, with enough hair <laughs> I'm to shape, today. <laughs> like it's the smallest amount can make the biggest difference, right? So again, symmetry is hard to achieve unless people have Botox that lifts. Everyone's got two different height eyebrows. I think people don't realise that. Yeah. that it's like just because you have two, they're not exactly yeah, the same. Yeah, they're never going to be the same. Generally, your right brow sits a lot lower than the left, and a lot of people freak out when they get the tattooing done because it's more exacerbated then obviously because they're sitting at different heights it all comes out in the wash and it softens and it's fine in the end but yeah you can get Botox lifted if you want but definitely the heights are always a little bit different so I always warn people that they're never going to have the same height it's trying to achieve I guess the right lift that gives the youthful look I mean it's hard to explain when I'm sitting here <laughs> doing it with my That's fingers right. <laughs> but the underneath arch so if it's too close to the nose that can age you if it's the arch, the arch, but the underneath arch. So that's that's where it all lies in there. 
That's where the magic happens. That's where the magic is. So as far out as it can be is the sweet spot. To kind of have this elevated yeah, to over lift. the whole face. Yeah. If pencil-thin lines of the noughties taught us anything, it's that brow trends are real and yeah. people get into them. What have you noticed are the current major brow-shaping trends at the moment? Well, I mean, for quite a few years now, obviously, it's been quite full and fluffy. And at the moment, definitely lamination is very popular. We don't laminate and I haven't got anything against it. I kind of do. That's why I don't do it. But, <laughs> I mean, a lot of people do it and they love it. But, I, yeah, I just feel like it's not for everyone. It's not for every hair. But lamination is quite popular. But then I've got the longest brow hairs. Some of them are like nearly two centimetres long. They need to be trimmed. If you laminated my brow hairs, I'd look like a lunatic. Like, can you imagine? <laughs> they literally can go up to here. It's crazy. What is it about lamination that you're just like, tread with caution, people? <laughs> it's, so it's perming the hair. And I've seen it done really well. It just it's just depends on the hair type. But if it's done wrong, hairs can just come out as you're brushing them. Yeah, I think it has to be done correctly and on the right hair type. So because we see so many brows, it's just I've made a, a rule across the board we don't do it. In an ideal world, how often should you be going to have a brow appointment and a shaping session? This varies, obviously. I get mine done like three or four times a year, which is crazy. Really? Yeah. I never have so time. So you do other people's every single day, yeah. but you do your yeah. own. I just never have quarterly. I tweeze. So I, I tweeze every couple of days. I know what I'm doing, obviously, so I'm allowed to tweeze. Yes. But generally it's between three and six weeks. So three weeks for someone would normally, I guess, be like me that mm-hmm. grows hair. You know, I've got quite dark hair. But then, yeah, six weeks for, I guess, someone with lighter and slower hair growth. For people who are either going to a professional brow appointment for the very first time or perhaps kind of questioning whether the current place they're going to is the right place. Ideally, what should happen in a brow appointment session and and what are the red flags that maybe this isn't the right place for you? Okay, so my girls all consult right before and say, what are you trying to achieve? And generally, obviously, if they've been seeing that client for so long, then they never have to do that. But for your first appointment, you should be consulted and ask what you're trying to achieve what shape you're after. At the end of the day, we will tell you exactly what we think is going to work for you. Some things that people want are pretty unachievable. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but they should definitely have a chat about how that, what, like colour, what colour they want in their brows and what have you. And if they don't do that, if they just get straight into it, I'd yeah. be a little bit concerned. Such a small thing, but I definitely have just sat down and straight away you start to yeah. feel things being applied and taken away. And yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, to be, to be fair, I probably do that, but... <laughs> I just start chatting and just start going with it because I'm yeah. like, well, I'm going to do what I want to do anyway. Yeah. And what, as the but, as the client, what should you be saying in that consult? Well, a lot of people the... don't know as well. So they probably are just putting trust into us. But if you do know what you want, then ask questions. And some people don't like them being too dark. I don't like my brows being tinted. But then some people like a really dark Kylie Jenner looking tint. So I think probably colour is the biggest one. And then if you want to keep them really full and fluffy or see, I like mine tailored because that's my hair type. I can't have a fluffy brow. But people, yeah, so sometimes people that want a fluffy brow, their fluff gets taken. Yeah. So they should say, we want to keep those hairs. So when you're in between brow appointments or attempting a bit of a brow tidy up at home, what are your top tips for navigating DIY brow shaping without ending up in absolute disaster zone. Yeah. Okay. So my biggest tip here is I think a lot of people take too much hair from the middle of their eyebrows. So I say to put your finger above the bridge of your nose 
whatever's either side of that. You can leave and underneath the finger you can take. Okay. Never tweeze on top of yourself unless they're completely a rogue head. Do not take anything from the top of your brow because if you dip into your brow line, it's just bad news. Yeah. And again, the underneath and the tail, just err on the side of caution. Just take the lowest few rows, like just up from your eyelid basically. <laughs> Is that how you have to look at it? You have to look at it in rows rather than just going, oh, there's a hair, there's yeah. a hair. Yeah. Kind of. That's how, I mean, that's how we say it. So, yeah, just take as little as you need. Ideally, what tools and products do you need to have on hand for this DIY brow shaping moment? I like tweezers and tweezers. I think they're the best. The slanted tweezers, they're pretty cool and they're easy to use. And then you can buy, you can buy some DIY tinting kits from Priceline, I think it is. It's the thousand hour tinting kits and they're really good. I mean, again, just watch you, how you go with timings. If you leave it on for too long, they can go really dark. There's but, timer on, not just yeah, oh, it's about exactly. five minutes. <laughs> so through COVID, we were helping people do their brows from home, obviously, just using these two tools, just tweezers and that tinting kit. But again, don't take too much. <laughs> I can't stress that enough. In the event of an overplucking DIY incident, mm-hmm. what do you do? What is the stop, drop and roll equivalent in the brow world? So we, look, it's, it happens all the time, obviously, but we say to people, it's only time and you cannot tweeze your brows at all for like eight to 12 weeks. So you are banished. You are banished. Like <laughs> throw your tweezers out, get your partner to hide them, whatever. You, like you cannot touch your brows. Yeah. It happens all the time. Anything else you can do besides just waiting time? Listen, people say castor oil helps and there's all those serums. The serums definitely work well for lashes. I haven't seen much proof that they work well in eyebrows just because I think they tend to make the eyebrow hairs longer. And that's kind of the last thing anyone needs. <laughs> but yeah, castor oil definitely brushing through the hair apparently can stimulate follicle growth. Let's delve into brow filling and shading. Mm-hmm. And again, what are some of the current trends? So... I personally have just started filling in my brows less because I was like, I think it was making things look really heavy. And I guess a really structured brow was really in, like the Kylie Jenner, Kim K brow was really in for a while. Now it is a really light looking brow. So I just tend to fill in the tail because I've got quite a sparse tail and a tiny bit through the front. I think coloured brow gel is actually really, like the benefit probably do it, the Glossier ones. Yeah. They're fab, the boy brow, they're really cool because they add a bit of colour, brushing the brow up, setting them in place. I also just like to fill in the underneath line. But again, pencils make life a lot easier. You can draw a few hairs in here and there. I do think it's a lighter brow these days. It's not so defined and not so structured. What about some of the trends that are very current and now like soap brows? What is it and what are your thoughts on it? I love a soap brow. I think it's really good. Yeah, it adds like oomph to the brow essentially, gives it a bit of structure and holds them in place. I prefer that to lamination. How do you do it? You literally get a spoolie and... You get a bar of soap, like a bar of pear soap. So a gel-based soap, soap. Like a clear yeah, one, not yeah. the white And <laughs> you wet the spoolie and you just brush it on it and comb it into your brows and they yeah. sit in place. And that's why I say to people, as opposed to lamination, I prefer that. It's just safer on the hair. Yeah. And what about ombre powder brows is one I've seen a little bit of as yeah. well where, yeah, it gets like a lot darker, noticeably yeah. darker at the end. Yes, yeah, so I think that's being phased out personally. Yeah. I just think everyone's looking a lot more natural these days, yeah. which I think is really nice. Yeah. What difference does it make when you use uh, brow shading powders or mm-hmm. cosmetics or even kind of structuring cosmetics mm-hmm. as opposed to just kind of letting your brows be natural, even if you have had them shaped professionally? Yeah. Listen, I still add a little bit of, especially when you're wearing mascara and eyeliner and what have you, the brows do finish off the look. And unless you've got a strong brow naturally, it can obviously like really frame the eyes. So I definitely think it's worth doing if you've got lighter hair. And I've got really dark hair, so I still fill mine in. 
I just don't feel them in as much, but it definitely does make everything pop if you've got eye makeup on. Yeah. What kind of um, brow shading, feeling, hold products, what do you think people should have on hand? So pencils are really popular, like a waxy pencil because they're so foolproof. Yeah. A really good brow gel. I love the Hourglass one from Mecca. And I also really love any Benefit brow product. I've said this for years. The Benefit brow range is amazing. It's so good. Let's go a little bit specific with the pencil. Yeah. How should you use the pencil? Well, you can do what how I use it is I personally draw a line underneath the brow. So I fill in the brow line on the bottom and fill in the tail. And then I just sort of brush some hair strokes, strokes through the front where I'm a bit sparse. And then use the spoolie on the end to comb them in place. Some people colour their whole brow in with it, but I keep it. I just fill in the gaps essentially for me. And what about a gel? How would you use a gel? A gel, you just brush it all the way through the brow. If it's coloured, be careful because obviously you're going to disperse colour everywhere. But yeah. um, I just put brow gel all through the brow, which I've done this morning. They look amazing. I'm enjoying <laughs> Kristen's having to analyse mine and I'm just looking at how amazing hers are. <laughs> I've used a benefit browsing this morning, the wax, which I really like. It's like a surfboard wax, coloured, which is really good. I like that because it's creamy. I don't like too much powder, mm. but I use that then brow gelled my hair in place. Can you combine brow products or oh, is yeah. it like a one or the other? Yeah. I can use three in one sitting if yeah. I need to. Yeah. Do um, you have to worry about them interacting with one no, another? No, 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 no. They're all cool. Okay. They're all friends. They're all friends. <laughs> <laughs> what are your top tips as far as brow filling and shaping product applications? So again, don't overfill. Another really good tool is the Mecca Max Brow Brush. So it's got a really fine brush, which is very malleable with a spoolie on the end. I really like that one. I've been using that with my Benefit Wax and then the Hourglass Gel. So they're my three favourites. But also Pony Cosmetics do a really good universal brow pencil. So it's just one colour. And I also like that. I'm probably a tiny bit too dark for that, but most of my clients are pretty safe with that. Before you leave us today, what is your one parting message that people need to get in their heads about eyebrows? Don't overtwaze them. Be really mindful of what hairs you're taking because the wrong hair can lead to an ageing eyebrow and we don't want that. No one wants that. <laughs> no one wants that. <laughs> Kristen Fisher, thank you for dropping by the You Beauty podcast to teach us how to turn our furry caterpillars into brow butterflies. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Thanks so much for having me. You can find a link to Kristen's website in the show notes. And while you're there, we'd love for you to give us a review. You can tell us what you're loving or even suggest an expert that you'd like to hear from on the show. Thanks for listening to You Beauty. Our producer is Gia Moylan. I'm Sharon Hunt and you'll hear from me again next Thursday.